Hey, Marlboro Softball, Scott Seidenberg here. Marlboro Softball Talk live on this Friday night on the Marlboro Softball Facebook page. So hopefully you guys are tuning in and we'll start to come in now as the broadcast is starting. The playoffs are here. Congratulations to Team Lapine and Team Lombardi for winning on Wednesday night in their playing games and to uh, Team Chef and Team DeMarco. Congratulations on a nice season uh, we'll miss you, but now the playoffs get going with round one, which begins on Sunday. Here to help me break it down, Captain Bobito of the number one overall seed LJ Kushner squad. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Scott. So Thanks for you, having me on. Real honor. The number one overall seed, that's, that is an honor, being the number one overall seed in the playoffs. Absolutely, and, and uh, actually – even more of an honor given the fact that at the beginning of the year we were not well regarded by most um, um, prognosticators and then even up until the last few weeks when you know people were talking about all the uh, possibilities uh, we kind of snuck along the rail from the seventh eighth pole and uh, brought it home with a with a strong whip mm -hmm. so We've been pretty consistent all year, and, and we caught a break the last uh, weekend, no doubt. But uh, we're honored to have that first seed, and hopefully, uh, you know, we can take it from there. But uh, we've got a tough team this Sunday for sure. Well, you chose to play at Marlboro Elementary. You had the first field choice out of every team Correct. in the playoffs. Right. Why Marl for your squad? Well, we played uh, Dennis. Uh, on Marrell, you know, a few weeks ago, and we beat him there. So there's a little bit of karma. Um, Marrell is probably the toughest field to pitch, and I believe I have the best pitcher in the league. Um, and he's proved it all year. You faced him. Um, rock solid, walked five guys all year. So, you know, if there's a little bit of a breeze, as there always is at Marrell, I think we have a little bit of an advantage. So, Mark Carp is a seasoned veteran, but uh, again, I think advantage to us. I also think our defense is uh, rock solid. Um, again, that's a great team out there, but uh, I think we have a little bit of an advantage on the defensive side, though Infante is just, you know, one of the best. So anywhere you put him, he, you know, he's going to snag balls. But I just thought that it was a, you know, good field for us. The karma was good. Um, tried not to overthink it. And as far as the pitching edge concerns, uh, yeah, Polzer had an incredible season. Yeah. If there's one pers if there's one guy on Lapine's team that you're concerned pitching to, who is it in that lineup? Well, it's Infante and Spado. I mean, those two guys have consistently through the years, you know, they're plus 500 uh, hitters. Um, you know, Spado can you know hit the hit the gap hit the lines and Fonte's got you know great um power and uh you know so if you play him too deep he'll you know put one in so those are the two guys that obviously we you know we got to shut down if we have a chance are you concerned that it seems like every year a team that wins the play-in game goes sure. on to win in the first round absolutely in fact Last year, I was one of those teams. You know, I won the playing game, and then I beat Bico in the first round. So, and, you know, and the other thing is, and, and I think most managers will agree with this, um, 
the playoffs are very different than the regular season. They're generally lower scoring. Generally, defense is a little more important than uh, uh, than the offense. And last year was a classic example. We had a not so great uh, defense, but our offense was tremendous all year. We led, had four guys hitting over 500, Chase Sandler, as he did for you this year. He had mm-hmm. a ridiculous year. And yet when we got into the uh, playoffs with uh, Bico, I think it was 4-3 and 3-2 or mm. something like that. So history tells me that you better have you know pitching and defense uh, to win in the playoffs. So and then of course Apple proved that you can come from way behind and and, and yes. win it all too. So absolutely. No all right, so let's preview the other matchups here. The two seed Steinberg takes on the fifteen seed Lombardi, who had their playoff uh, their play in game victory come from behind fashion over Chef. What do you like in that matchup? Great matchup. Um, I believe it or not, I, and one of the hard parts about handicapping that game is I really don't know uh, Steinberg's pitcher that well. I saw him one time on a Wednesday night. He had a, you know, uh, shaky outing, but I'm told he's been pitching well. If he pitches well, I think Steinberg's uh, defense and lineup overall are better. But Lombardi's a great pitcher, very underrated pitcher. So, I, you know, in that way, I, you know, and here I'm talking about pitching defense, uh, Lombardi, you know, they could uh, very easily up uh, upset Evan. But I think Evan's defense, I mean, the bomb and blitz are great. And Jurassic is great. Mm-hmm. Ifadilly is just, you know, you know, I think he, he, he drank some Ponce de Leon, you know, drinks or something. He gets older and he gets better. <laughs> so um, I'll take Evan on that one. All right, we move on. The three-seed Team Pollock against the 14th seed Bykovsky squad. Um, interesting matchup, and, and I, I got to believe that Matt and Mitch took uh, Union Hill because Bico doesn't really have any power hitters. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, they're, both teams have great defense, but Nick Martino is just – stupid good yep um and i just think he's the difference and you know perigene in left center is great um so i'm gonna go with pollock uh even though i know Biko has a much better team than his record uh and i think that uh, even though i like ruben a lot as a pitcher very underrated pitcher matt's been pitching well this year so again kind of talking about the pitching matchup i think yeah. it's kind of a wash and I think Pollock's defense overall, believe it or not, just with Perigene and Martina, I'm going to give them the edge. Okay, so, so far all chalk from uh, Bobby here. The right. four-seed Wallman takes on the 13-seed Apple, this one being played at Manalapan. Yeah, let me just uh, – I'm going to jump in here a little bit um, before I talk about Wallman. I'm, I'm a little upset with Freddie that – uh, speaking of Team Wallman, he's sending cookies to uh, Jay-Z after Jay-Z was the one trying to, you know, uh, extricate him from, you know, uh, excommunicate him from the league. <laughs> and, um, you know, I was one of only three three managers at that meeting when, when everybody, every all the managers were asked, um, you know, who would draft Freddie. I was one of only three. 
I don't get cookies from Freddie, so I guess what you got to do. Well, let's here, see if let's see if Joel comes down with some food poisoning this weekend. Well, that's, we don't know yet. Good point. <laughs> that's a good that's a good point. But then again, you had Pat, who was like yelling at Shefkin at the meeting. He was spitting droplets. Okay, next thing you know, I see Pat and Freddie with their arms around each other with JY at their their bar- barbecue, giving him a wraparound. And then him and Becker, the, you know, Becker at the triad, I, you know, I, I want to kick this guy's ass. What's he doing? Next thing you know, they're doing deliverance in the parking lot. So I got to believe that Freddie likes to be trashed. So I'm going to trash Freddie in this game, and I'm going to give Apple a little bit of advice. Run on that rag arm. Just run. Keep running. So that's my <laughs> advice. But that being said, I mean, the big difference to me is Clamp. Uh, along with Polzer, I think they're the two best pitchers. And um, Wallman's lineup is so deep. Um, and I know it's fashionable to take Apple, and obviously Apple's going for the three-peat. I just think Wallman has the offense, and uh, Clamp is the difference. Yeah, and they were the team that everyone thought was going to be right. at the top of the standings yeah, before the season I started. Yeah. And so here they are uh, as the yeah. four seed, but we'll see what they do in the playoffs. All right, moving on, the number five seed Marone against the number 12 seed Drashinsky. And as good as this Marone team is, Bobby, and I think that they are probably one or two tops in the league, no offense to your squad, but none, I love this none, Marone none team. Taken, none taken. This Trashinsky squad is sneaky good, uh, and so they can beat you know how, any team that they play. You know how sneaky good they are? Here's my first upset special. Oh, wow. Here's my first upset special. First of all, <laughs> the Blackburns are great, and mm-hmm. they deserve all the accolades they get. But um, Martin, it's Martin. That I, I yeah. confused Martin's the two. Hurt, yes. Yeah, he, Martin's the one that had the surgery, correct? He's the outfielder, yeah. Yeah. Steve, yeah. So he almost made one of the greatest catches I ever saw in Marlboro softball as an outfielder. I mean, if you've ever seen the Jim Edmonds catch, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, he almost made one of those catches. So I have, you know, tremendous respect for his ability. But he's coming back from knee surgery. It's kind of a, to me, it's a strange pick for Glenn to go to middle school, which is Coors Field. Yeah. And, you know, Coming back from knee surgery, and I've had six of them, so I can tell you all about them. Even arthroscopic, you can come back after two or three weeks, but it's not going to be the same. Yeah, There's an awful lot of ground out there to cover, and I agree with you on the Drashinsky team. Um, they are sneaky good. I mean, they've got um, – I think they're out – Gold Rosen is a vastly underrated mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. player. Seth plays a really good outfield. The only question I have is – Pitching. Who's going to pitch for Drashinsky? Yeah. They've had Ben. They've had uh, Dave, who's also, by the way, one of my favorites. I mean, love the guy. Um, and he can play the outfield, too. I mean, right field is not a, you know, a, a, a graveyard for that team. So um, the other thing is with middle school, as good as your defense is, you because of the short infield, mm-hmm. you actually give the – Worse infield an advantage because yes. they have to react. There's not yep. brings everybody closer in. Mm-hmm. Correct, and then um, they're not nimble at first. Between, I mean, no offense, but you know, Brad's put on a few pounds, uh, and uh, you know, Wayne at first they're not the most nimble. They've got good hands, so if they're not good throws, there's no fence there. That's an automatic extra base. Yeah, the Shinsky team runs too. They run. 
mm-hmm. they put a lot of pressure on the uh, defense. And uh, with all due respect to Glenn, I mean, the last couple of games I've seen him pitch, I don't know, um, throw short. So, boys, uh, Trusinski, move up on the plate a little bit. <laughs> you should have a good day. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, and, and so I have to say this. I think Glenn's going to average four runs and be a 25-to-1 long shot. Wow. I'm just kidding. That was his prediction for my team, so I I had to throw that in there. But, yeah, I mean, they're two great teams. Um, I just – I think think the Drasinski team is sneaky good. I agree. Yeah, they are. Uh, We move on to the six-seed Fratkin, who is the six-seed by virtue of several tiebreakers. Right. And uh, they face the 11th-seed Goldfarb. And this game is at Union Hill right, which means the fence comes into play, although – the home runs that would be on Union Hill left might end up being singles or doubles on Union Hill right, depending on how the outfield plays uh, at Fradkin and Yee. Um, it's appealing to aim for that fence. They can hit it off the fence for a long single or a double, but right. it doesn't hurt you as much as a home run. No, but I've seen Eddie and Chris. Yeah, both put it over. Yeah. Yes, of I course. Mean, and those other, le- believe it or not, those other lefties they have, the Levine brothers and uh, even Pat Harris. I mean, they've, they've got a lot of lefties, and they could be hitting a few balls off the, uh, um, you know, off that fence. So mm-hmm. I, I just think it's uh, all told, it, it's, a, it's a good matchup for Ed on that. Uh, any Union Hill field is a good matchup for him because you just cannot play them, Yeah. You know, deep as we did it when we played them at municipal um you know listen justin brock coming on Goldfarb is a great fit you know it'll it allowed alfieri i believe to go to the outfield you know um so it strengthened their outfield strengthened their infield should be a good match um and i you know obviously i give the pitching matchup to Goldfarb, but that field i think just plays well for fracking Okay, we move on to the LaRocca Pingaro matchup great. at Municipal, and that is a great series. I think those two teams yeah. are very equal. I agree. I agree. Uh, I mean, this is really a fl- it was a flip of the coin for me. Um, I think Pat's going to win it. Um, I think that, uh, uh, again, I have great respect for Seidel as a pitcher. He pitched mm-hmm. for me one year, had a great year. Uh, and then he won the Cy Young the following year with Todd. Uh, Muni is typically uh, a pitcher's slash yep. uh, defensive field. So I think it's a three-game series, and I'm going to go with uh, Pat. Yeah, I think it's a three-game series either way. Uh, yeah. And then finally, Team Farise against Jacoby at East Francis. Great matchup. Really great matchup. The top of your lineup, you know, you and Chase, Chase, I said Chase, Chase uh, uh, Sandler and, uh, uh, you know, my boy Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a formidable lineup. And we actually played, if you recall, we played you guys there and Chase put two in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, but, you know, I played Jacoby early in the year and, and it's all about Granisi being there. and. Mm-hmm. I just thought, again, now they don't have Sailor, and I don't know how, you know, Klecko fitting in, um, you know, works versus Sailor. 
I just thought that next to Todd, they were the best team we faced all year. Um, yeah. And I, uh, listen, Yak is last year, you know, I talked about the Bico series. Uh, he pitched great in the playoffs, much better than he did during the regular season. So I'm going to go with uh, Jacoby on that. Now, just so you know, these two teams played each other the final game of the regular season and? with both teams at full strength, okay. meaning Grenice was there, okay. and it was an 11-7 for Reese victory. Okay. Listen, I will say this. Cowboy Mike, <laughs> especially when we played you, he really mm-hmm. impressed me. Much, He much improved over last year. Yes, very I improved told, this year. I told mm-hmm. my guys, you know, don't, you know, don't get, give him any help, you know, and you and yeah. Mike kept, you know, putting in strikes. Um he looked really good. Listen, it's it's a three game series for me. Also, um, listen, I, I it's a flip of the coin. I mean, your offense is tremendous. Uh, I just think top to bottom, he has a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, you know, sorry, Scott, I got to <laughs> at least from my vantage point. I'm okay, go with them. So out of the teams that you picked to win in the first round and uh, recapping your picks here in, in the first round, you took your team to advance. No, uh, I did not. Oh, you did not pick your I'm team not, to advance. Not You're not going to pick it. Okay. I'll let you handicap okay. that game. I'm not okay. going there. All right. Listen, I have well, since you picked, respect. since you picked against me, I'll pick Lapine to upset you. Well, that's fine. So. <laughs> Okay, turn, so turn fair play. No so ex- excluding those two teams, your team and the Pine, right. looking at the rest of your picks, which are uh, Steinberg, Pollock, Wallman, Drashinsky, Fradkin, Pingaro, Jacoby, right. who has the best chance to go all the way, in your opinion? I think Todd. I mean, I, I have the utmost respect for Clamp as a pitcher. Yep. Uh, he's won four titles. And by the way, vastly overlooked about if you go back and you look through the years of all the team, there's you know, one or two exceptions. But if you look at every team that has won, OK, Polzer won in 2010. Herm Suarez, I don't know if you played when Herm was here. He's won yeah, three of course. titles in this decade mm-hmm. and he hasn't played in the whole decade. Great pitcher. Uh, as I said, Clamp has won, I think, four times since he pitched. I won once back in 2004. I'll give myself a shout out. So pitching is just so, un- has, in my view, has been so underrated in terms mm. of which teams advance. If you look, again, if you go through the years and you look at the teams that have advanced semis and finals, you're going to see strong pitchers. Uh, for the most part, I know, sure. um, uh, you know, uh, uh, I think Gary Yeager, listen, no knock on Gary. He's just not clamp and polls and um, Herm Suarez and, you know, that group. So that's why I like Todd. I mean, you know, listen, polls fell in my lap in the third round. Clamp fell in his lap in the third round. Mm-hmm. He was able to, you know, get Becker and, and um, uh, Freddie one, two, and then clamp. That's that's a huge advantage yeah. in my view. So yep. uh, I'm going to go with Todd. I know Todd's not happy with me with that pick because he <laughs> thinks I'm going to jinx him. But TW, I'm going with you. Uh, I like that pick as well. All right, Bobby, this was fun. Thanks Great. for helping me preview. Good luck on Sunday. I and, uh, you know, hopefully for your sake, it's two and done. And then you wait to see what happens next week. But, um, you know, well, you, might, you might have to come back next week for a third game. 
that's uh, listen i you know i love this league i love you know this is the best weekend of the year no doubt i mean and and everybody's on their phone looking at who won yep. and this and that and if, if you lose you're watching football what can i tell you <laughs> we'll all be watching football right. soon thanks bobby all right thanks scott there he is there he is bobby harris the number one overall seed lj kushner and they will take on Lapine in the first round, the winner of the play-in game, one of the play-in games at Mar-El. Uh, and then the rest of the schedule, Steinberg against Lombardi at the Swim Club, Pollock against Bykovsky at Union Hill Left, Wallman against Apple at Manalpa number 2, Marone Drashinsky at the Middle School, Fratkin Goldfarb at Union Hill Right, LaRocca Pingaro at Municipal, and Ferraris against Jacoby at East Francis. Good luck to everybody playing on Sunday. We'll be back next week with a preview of Game threes, because there definitely will be game threes in these series, and then maybe an early preview of uh, round two. I've already promised that if somebody wins at least one game on Sunday, they will be my guest next week. So we'll hear from them and me as well. Good luck on Sunday. I'll talk to you guys soon.